We finally reached the end of Peter Jackson's first Hobbit movie. We'll compare Chapter 6 from the book to its on-screen adaptation, and explore how the story's subtle shift in narrative focus resolves. This is Lore of the Rings, Episode 97, and I'm Aaron, your guide to wandering Middle-earth. One thing we'll see in this episode is the importance of sticking together with your friends, because Middle-earth is too big a world to be lost in by yourself. You never know what creatures you'll meet who will think that you are meat. You'll need your friends by your side. So go ahead and share this episode with a friend. You know the friend I'm talking about, that one that asks you about Lord of the Rings all of the time, and you gladly answer, yet inside you think that your friend should listen to a Lord of the Rings podcast. Wandering Middle-earth is always better with a friend, so send them this episode. Now, let's wander. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Out of the frying pan and into the fire starts with Bilbo escaping through the mountain door, while Gollum screams behind him. That's at about 2 hours and 32 minutes into the extended edition of the film. And it ends with the eagles rescuing Gandalf, Thorin, Bilbo, and the dwarves. I'll say about 2 hours and 46 minutes in. That's roughly 15 minutes to portray this chapter on screen, and it actually is the film's finale for the action fighting, though not the emotional finale. Okay, so what happens? First we have Bilbo with the ring on, running along the mountainside. Then we cut to the dwarves and Gandalf, who quickly realizes that Bilbo is not among them. But it's clear that the dwarves are none too happy with Bilbo. If you remember all the way back in the mountain sequence, Thorin is already upset with Bilbo. And Bilbo is making to return to Rivendell after deriding the dwarves for not having a home anyway. While Bilbo is dropping eaves, I mean eavesdropping, Thorin alleges that Bilbo has abandoned the quest, being too soft for adventures in the wild. Quote, We will not be seeing our hobbit again, Thorin claims, a clever line seeing as how Bilbo is invisible at that moment. This conversation stirs a moment of decision for film Bilbo. He actually could turn back. He could abandon the dwarves. They don't know he's overheard them. But Bilbo makes his decision and reveals himself to the dwarves. Thorin presses him on why he came back. Bilbo's response reveals to me the displaced narrative focus from the book to the movie. This displacement has been my primary criticism of the Hobbit movies during these book-to-movie comparisons. The film is not a story of a Hobbit who has an adventure. It's the story of dwarves reclaiming their home and a Hobbit who happens to help them. I'll give the film credit, though. They capture Bilbo's Hobbit lifestyle really well. He misses his books and armchair and garden. In short, his home. But the dwarves don't have a home, and Bilbo will do what he can to help them take it back. It's a beautiful moment. Shots of the dwarves' faces as they hear Bilbo's noble offer of help. The Misty Mountains theme played by a majestic horn in the background. Because we're focused on the dwarves, we don't see their respect for Bilbo grow because he was able to sneak past them and surprise them. Nor does he share about the riddle game and confrontation with Gollum. He slips the ring into his pocket, noticed only by Gandalf. The moment is broken by the reveal of Thorin's arch-enemy, the Pale Orc, riding astride wargs. Thorin and Gandalf each speak half of the chapter title, 
Sadly, it doesn't come from Bilbo feeling like a piece of bacon, like in the book. Because we've seen wargs before, their sudden appearance is not much of a surprise, although those sightings were from a distance, and now the wargs are up close. So close, that Bilbo sticks his sword into one. They hide in the trees, where Gandalf is able to talk with a butterfly and so call a ride from Uber Eagle. This takes away from the U-catastrophe that the eagles provide. In the book, Gandalf didn't know that help was on the way, and so the eagles' sudden intervention provides that joyous turn. Film Gandalf, on the other hand, simply has to delay capture until the eagles arrive. The Little Butterfly is perhaps fan service for the Lord of the Rings movie trilogy fans. It also makes the eagles less noble, aloof, and set apart from the affairs of Middle-earth, and more like a taxi service provided by more common birds rather than the mighty eagles of Manwe. Azog is finally revealed to Thorin, who thought him dead. Azog taunts Thorin with insults about the scent of fear, much like the orc commander at the siege of Minas Tirith in the Return of the King movie. And this kicks off the final action sequence of the film. Wargs start to knock down trees, much like a line of dominoes. Gandalf lobs flaming pine cones in response. So now they are literally in the fire, as the chapter title suggests. But now the dwarves are hanging over a cliff and in dire need of a solution. So Thorin decides to confront the pale orc. Remember, this film is Thorin's story, complete with music that reminds me of the night when Aragorn fights the Nazgul on Weathertop in Fellowship. Azog nearly defeats Thorin, but Bilbo comes to his aid, a chance for Bilbo, hobbit of the hill, to show his true quality. Suddenly, Bilbo, who can't even skin rabbits in the book, takes out an orc warrior, buying him enough time for the dwarves to get unstuck and come to Thorin's aid. Soon after, the eagles come, grabbing borgs and tossing them over the cliff, and grabbing dwarves and tossing them onto other eagles' backs. Luckily, the eagles are able to grab Thorin and Bilbo's swords before they fly off. But instead of taking the orcs' prisoners to their eyrie, the eagles drop off at a pinnacle of rock, which is where we'll start next time. The emotional finale now resolves. Thorin's distrust and dislike for Bilbo from the very beginning, furthered after Bilbo's alleged abandonment after the mountains, is now resolved. After forgiving Bilbo and some man hugs, we see the goal of this journey, Erebor, the lonely mountain, far off in the distance. Bilbo does get the last line of the show albeit he is widely mistaken. Quote, I do believe the worst is behind us. A thrush knocks on the mountain, reminiscent of the hidden language that Elrond read from Thorin's map, and then the final scene, a dragon sleeping in gold. Is the worst actually behind them? Join me in the next episode. We'll wander chapter 7 of The Hobbit and encounter a new creature who for me is top of the list for Middle-earth's highly bizarre most mysterious and least explained creatures. Thanks for wandering Middle-earth with me today. My friends, if you enjoyed this episode, let me know by subscribing, leaving a review, and sharing with your friends. Follow me on Facebook or Instagram at Lore of the Rings Podcast. For feedback on the show, please email me using the link in the show notes. Until next Thursday, remember... Not all those who wander are lost. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. 
Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Raise your hand if this has happened to you today. You're in the middle of work, you're knocking things off the to-do list, getting stuff done, and your kid asks you to play. Do you drop everything? Do you ask them to wait a minute? What do you do? If you're like me, you don't always say yes right away. The kid moves on, you get busy, and you forget to circle back around and play. An opportunity to make a memory has been lost and the dad guilt settles in. Not so anymore. I've developed a simple game that will enable you to take those small moments and have fun. It's called Dad's Adventure Dice Digital Edition. My five-year-old daughter asks me nearly every day, can we do Dad Adventure Dice? What follows are some quick rolls of the dice that lead to a fun activity with an intriguing twist. Within 5 or 10 minutes, we've had a lot of fun, shared a lot of laughter, and made a memory together. Download your own Dad's Adventure Dice today. Visit store.adventures.dad to download yours. That's store.adventure.dad to download Dad's Adventure Dice.